0: A copper and a good shinwag. The story has real-life stories to inspire and make you smile. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the app. A biblical perspective on life, culture, and current events. This is 2020 on Vision.
1: Well, let's turn our attention to the latest international developments that are shaping the global narrative around the nation of Israel. The Palestinian-Israeli conflict is ongoing. The European Union continues to advocate for a two-state solution with a view to establishing a Palestinian state in East Jerusalem. Well, our next guest is an expert in international law and is advocating a new approach. Andrew Tucker is co-author of the book Israel on Trial and his latest book is called Two States for Two Peoples. He's also Executive Director for Christians for Israel International and a member of the Hague Initiative for International Cooperation. Andrew Tucker, a special welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Great to be on the show. Andrew, before we talk about a two-state solution and those sorts of policies, uh, you're in Australia. Uh, What have you been gleaning about uh, our Australian government's attitude to Israel? So,
0: uh, Neil, just recently the Labor government uh, announced that it was going to make a slight shift in Australia's policy. Australia has always been extremely supportive of Israel. Australia was involved in the whole process when the United Nations was um, recommending the creation of a Jewish state. It was involved when Israel was... Uh, accepted and recognized as a UN member state in 1949. And so Australia has been very supportive of the existence of the Jewish State of Israel. But what has happened over, over this recent years, and particularly with this government, is they are advocating very strongly now for the creation of a Palestinian state. And part of that is to argue, and this is now official, Australian government policy that Israel is an occupying power of Palestinian territory. Um, And that is uh, undermining Israel's position, it's undermining Israel's sovereignty, it's undermining Israel's independence as a nation. So I think it conflicts very much with Australia's founding principles of being an ally. Of Israel, yes, there is a conflict with the Palestinians that needs to be resolved, but not at the expense of supporting Israeli sovereignty. Um, and I think it's an un, un, an an ill-conceived uh, approach.
1: Is there, in international law, an ongoing dispute uh, that needs clarifying, so far as uh, who owns the land or who is the right? occupier of the land Uh, there's an assumption isn't there that the west bank belongs to the palestinians is that a wrong assumption yes it is neil um you know the 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 whole
0: uh creation of the state of israel and its relationship with judea and samaria as we know it as christians known as the west bank in un terms uh, has been shrouded in in a sort of mystique uncertainty because there's been so much conflict. When you drill down, the, the, the basics is pretty simple. That a hundred years ago, the Jewish nation was um, was reestablished. It was reestablished under international law, the mandate for Palestine, and that it evolved into the state of Palestine. And the Jewish people have a perfect uh, right, certainly, to settle and live in Judean Samaria, which had been occupied by Jordan for nineteen years illegally. Uh, they have a perfect right to live there, and Israel has extremely strong claims to sovereignty over those territories. Um, that's the one side. Second side, is the Palestinians definitely have claimed to self-determination, to autonomy, um, but it's never self-determination claims can never undermine the, the existence of um, of states and the arabs had plenty of opportunities for 50, 100 years to have a, an Arab state adjacent to Israel. They always refused because they never accepted the Jewish state. So what they're now doing is using the international fora to create this state uh, along lines which are just going to completely be um, disastrous for Israel. Anybody who knows the territory, if, if an Islamic an uh, Islamist Palestinian state exists in Judea and Samaria. That is that is really uh, a suicide for Israel, simply because of the geography. Um, so this is people to understand the security of Israel in a highly hostile region. Iran is constantly trying to undermine Israel and destroy it. It's weaponizing and financing Hezbollah and Hamas and all the other. Islamic Palestinian Jihad groups, uh, and it will continue to use this process to eliminate Israel. So I think this two-state solution, and it's it's legally unfounded. Palestinians do not have a right to statehood. They don't have a right to sovereignty. Um, only states have sovereignty uh, under international law. So they have a, a right, some kind of negotiated. System needs to be created, and they do have it to a large extent. The Palestinian Authority has already been created. They have uh, they have cities which are under Palestinian control. It's not perfect, but it's certainly much more than they've ever had. And they need to build on that in a spirit of uh, reconciliation and peacefulness, not hostility.
1: Andrew, no doubt the goal on every side, you might say, has to be the peace of the region. But what you're describing uh, explains why perhaps peace can never be the lot of that piece of land while there's dispute over the territory there. Uh, Is there any way, do you think, that peace can happen? Well, it depends how you
0: define peace, doesn't it? Neil, I mean, we have a sort of an idealistic view as Christians of peace on earth, uh, which I believe will only come in the Messianic kingdom when uh, things have been restored as God has promised they will be. Um, But for the time being, we have to live with the reality of a broken world and peace uh, will only be possible when people are of goodwill and intend to live live in, in mutual acceptance. So um, that's not the case in the Middle East. We have very hostile actors. So the only piece that's possible, I think, is a kind of um, um, the development we've seen along the lines of recent years with the Abraham Accords, Israel reaching normalization agreements with uh, Arab states. is a remarkable development, and possibly now with Saudi Arabia as well, this will create a certain stability. It's not peace in the long-term sense, but it's certainly a stability which Israel needs. I think the region needs. They don't need these deeply hostile actors like Iran, uh, which are disrupting the whole, not only the Middle East, but also large parts of Africa and many other parts of the world. So we need,
1: we need coexistence
0: rather than,
1: uh, than hostility. Of course, uh, there are international courts and there's the European Union. Uh, they do tend to side really only with the Palestinians and it seems to be an anti-Israel operation from the European Union. Is that a fair enough way of talking about it? How do you describe the European Union and their workings in the uh, issues around Israel and the Palestinians?
0: It's a good question, Neil, and and basically the Europeans took a position after the Yom Kippur War in 1973. They took a position, a political position, based on their own economic interests to side with the Arabs in the conflict with Israel um, in terms of supporting Palestinian statehood. So they developed this notion, which is really the core of their approach, that Peace is only possible if a Palestinian state it comes into existence. That's their paradigm. Um, and they say, therefore, that Europe needs to invest in this, to finance it. They pour a lot of money into Palestinian institutions. Uh, the problem is, and, and they say, by the way, that international law demands this. Palestinians have a right to statehood. Israel has no legal claims in the territories. East Jerusalem or Judea and Samaria. Um, Therefore, they're they're imposing a view, I think, is a very distorted view of law, and it's actually a very selfish approach because it's all based on Europe's self interest. They're not really allowing, um, promoting the idea of coexistence between Jews and Arabs, Um, rather, they're trying to separate. Palestinians into their own state. And we're seeing this is not producing fruits. It has not resulted in Palestinian state. It's not resulted in peaceful coexistence. The Palestinians are just getting more and more radicalized and extreme because there's nothing for them to negotiate anymore. Europe's offering it to them on a platter. So it makes a mockery of the whole idea of a negotiated solution. Um, is Europe is taking this very one-sided approach.
1: Andrew, what do we hear in Australia for our Christian audience listening to our conversation now? Uh, what do we make of uh, the things that are changing, uh, the battles and the tensions that continue, and uh, what a Christian might do to pray, uh, given that there is all sorts of bias in the media and some of the things we hear in mainstream media don't always uh, align with the sorts of things we hear when I'm talking to someone like you. Uh, what is what is a Christian response to what's going on in Israel today? Look, I think
0: um, we have to be well informed, and I think, uh, and that means going to beyond the, Secular media to find out actually what's going on And, and we as Think try to offer good information um, People can go to our website, Think-Israel.org uh, That's one side being um, educated about what is really happening But I think more importantly is to understand deeply uh, The deep dynamic of, of all of this And I think personally this is the battle for Jerusalem that the Bible prophesies the nations will go up against Jerusalem, Zechariah 14. And this is what we are seeing. It's really about Jerusalem and its environment at the end of the day. And I think this is what we as Christians are called to pray into um, pray against this movement of the, and pray for our nation, Australia, that our government will come to its senses and realize that um, it. This whole approach is so contrary to God's principles of re-establishing Zion, re-establishing Jerusalem to be a blessing to the nations. Um, And the Jewish people and the the state of Israel, and Jerusalem as the capital of the state of Israel, are really central to all of this. So um, pray into it, seek the Lord's understanding, um, and then finally... We have to speak out. We have to speak into our nation. And again, this is something we're trying to do as an organization is to work side by side with others in Australia to bring a, a better, a deeper, a more profound voice into our government institutions that, listen, we have to stand side by side with Israel and not constantly criticizing and undermining it. And then the Palestinians will really receive the blessing. That is
1: coming for them. So God has re-established his nation of Israel. And what we see right now is opposition to that. Uh, For the Christian, uh, there is a call to pray. uh, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Well, Andrew Tucker is co-author of the book Israel on Trial. His latest book is called Two States for Two Peoples. He's executive director of Christians for Israel International. He's a member of the Hague Initiative for International Cooperation known as THINK. There is a THINK website he mentioned, think org. That's the Hague Initiative for International Cooperation. The website for Christians for Israel, C4I, is c4israel.org and that's uh, Christians for Israel, and you'd be able to connect there with Andrew Tucker. Andrew, thank you so much for taking some time to explain those things for us today on 2020.
0: Thanks, Neil. And also you can purchase these books through Christians for Israel in Australia. Um, These resources are being made available by the the local national Christians for Israel um,
1: office in Brisbane. And uh, so C for Israel uh, for those books And they have some regular publications too Updating uh, their members and subscribers uh, To those developments that are happening around the nation of Israel Andrew Tucker, thanks for joining us on 2020
0: Thanks Neil, great, Thanks you, many blessings, bye bye Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand From Vision Christian Media To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au